what is up everybody you are listening to another edition of rep your set and i am the host eric dane today is sunday march 13th daylight savings time or in other words lose an hour of sleep day Uh, never fun, but, uh, we are just a little bit closer to summer, everybody, so don't fret. Uh, tonight's episode is with Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastards. Prior to this, I've never met Ernie or Brett, um, so it was kind of strange having them just show up to my house and, uh, talk to them. But within the first few minutes, I felt like I had already known them for so long. They were so kind and fun to hang out with and open to all the questions. It was great. I want to do a little promotion for them. They have a show coming up on March 19th at Turnstiles in Grand Rapids with three-spoke wheel and exit machine. That's at 8 p.m. And then on March 25th, Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastards with special guest Bobby Jacobs and the Willoughby Band at the Iron Well in Grand Rapids, and that's at 9 p.m. Um, so yeah, and at the end of the show, uh, we play a song uh, that they just released, um, I think uh, in mid-February, called The Other Way. Ladies and gentlemen, Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastards. Warning, Rep Your Set may contain explicit content not suitable for kids. All content is intended for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. Check, 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 we are rolling. So we have Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastard because <laughs> it's only Ernie and his bandmate Brett with him. How you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Fantastic. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, man. Um, so it, it's it's interesting because like we don't do a ton of podcasts with people like like we've never met in person, who actually come here to do the podcast. So it's very cool that you guys actually showed up, well, and we're gonna get to know each other, uh, li- uh, not live but somewhat live on the on the pod here. Yeah. Like I said, we appreciate you all having us. It's, yeah. Uh, it's nice to be asked out. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I feel we always uh, come across a little better in person. Yeah. Absolutely. Than uh, over the phone or. Yeah. It's yeah. that's that's always better. Yeah, we sure. always like to see the the big eyes, bug eyes when Brett and I walk into the room, and then Billy and Derek walk in behind us or in front of us, and there. It, it's quite the motley crew. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we definitely were, get some looks. We were wondering if you were going to be wearing a kilt today or not. We 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 saw we saw a lot of the videos. I I debated, but since I'm not actually standing on a stage, I'm. It, it's a lot of sitting. Yeah, and <laughs> it's a lot of sitting appropriately. You got to be mindful. So so where does the kilt? I mean, why why do you wear it? I'm just curious. Honestly, I just. A kilt's comfortable. I'm just a okay. dude that likes wearing a skirt. <laughs> so and no I've, Scottish ancestry there? <laughs> um, not enough to claim it, no. And, but besides, man, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but I got some rocking legs, and it'd be a shame not to show them off. He does. Best legs in Kent County. Heck yeah. <laughs> Two years running. Do you wear underwear? Um, I do, because way too many curious people like to yeah. flip it, and I don't need to get put on that legal list where I have to introduce myself to the neighbors, you know? <laughs> Aren't you on that list already? No, a that's, a different, list, oh, that's a different list. Oh, that's a different list. That's a different list. So how long have you guys been playing together as Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastards? Well, actually, uh, you know, we were just having this conversation. Technically, we've been together for, for four years. Brett and I actually started this journey almost five years ago. Actually, five years ago this coming Friday, March 4th. Oh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Um, that's where we started. Uh, we met each other. I put an ad out on Craigslist, and that's how this whole project was put together. None of us knew each other before we started. Oh, wow. Um, I met Brett. We auditioned a couple of drummers. Didn't work out. He had a brother-in-law 
brother-in-law came in and then uh, <laughs> he laughs. there's a story there right? there there's a story maybe not for today but there's definitely a story oh, there it's definitely a story though but yeah he came in he was great we we built we built the rhythm uh then we did that for about six months then we started auditioning guitar players once we got the rhythm section locked in uh, we went through several different guys then Derek tiller who is our guitar player now answered the ad um, and he walked in. Here's this kid. He was 21 years old. And oh, wow. the first, our first question was, why do you want to play with a bunch of old fucks like us? <laughs> yeah, when, uh, I think it was probably when he came back for the second yeah. time after our second time playing mm-hmm. through and he was definitely interested. Yeah, it's like, all right, you're 21. Why do you want to be playing with all us old geezers? Absolutely. But He's w- like, eh, none of the young guys I jam with actually want to want to play. Right. Yeah, they yeah. want to hang out. They want to, you know, get high, get drunk. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for that. Stare at guitar. When it's time to right. work, it's time to work. <laughs> yeah. And that's that was that was what he was into, and he has been a godsend. He he's an amazing guitar player. We're very fortunate. Yeah, he's got a cool style. I, I was listening to some today, and it's like a <clears throat> it's like a good mix between like country and like jam band oh yeah he he very grateful dead inspired yeah he, yeah yeah he knows a few dead songs 100 we'll put it that way he is he is a I, I and he will he'll tell you this he was a deadhead um but the thing about his playing is you can a, a lot of deadheads when they're players they they take the um they take the influence from uh jerry and Derek is really influenced by bobby weir and you can mm. really, really, he brings that, he brings that into, into the band and, and his playing is just, he's a beast. Interesting. I never, I, I never thought of the difference between like what Jerry's playing and Bob's playing is like, I don't, I don't know the difference uh, really. It, you know what? I don't, I either. didn't either until, uh, can you tell a difference you think? Oh yeah. 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 Especially, especially having played with Derek now for the last four years, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can definitely hear, I, w- I was never a big Grateful Dead fan. Same. Before. Yeah. Um, but I've started listening, listening to it and appreciating it more, especially since meeting Derek. Um, so yeah, there's definitely stylistically, uh, you know, Jerry comes from more of a country background. Mm. Bobby doesn't. So, right. but then you can also hear a lot of jerry influence on bobby so uh Dar- i call him the boy wonder from kalamazoo because he he is he's he's an amazing player he's a shredder he is he's yeah he's, it's ridiculous absolutely so you're from are you from kentucky i am right yeah, on born and raised i i was born in uh, corbin kentucky same place uh, colonel sanders Developed his eleven herbs and spices. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. Yeah, we've we've got the they've still got the original Sanders Cafe. It's part restaurant, part museum now. Oh wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, what brought you to Michigan? My wife. My okay. wife. Uh, I met I met a young lady in uh, Lexington. Uh, she had been transferred from the Big Rapids area. Uh, down to Nicholasville, their office down there, and we lived right around the corner from each other. Uh, Thirteen months later, we were married, proud parents of twin boys. Oh wow! Uh, six months on from that, she got a transfer back up here, and she drugged my ass with her. Nice. And it was it was uh, biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, it, we we uh, it, living in Michigan. It's a it's a beautiful state, and. and uh, looking back on it I wouldn't trade it for anything nice I saw I saw I was doing a little stalking mm-hmm. on your on your Facebook page mm-hmm. oh boy and uh <laughs> I really liked the uh the the post of you in the sweater where oh. where, where you had where you had said that you had lost yes sir how much was it 150 pounds 150 pounds yes, sir. dude that is yes, sir. A huge accomplishment. It is. It yeah. Is. Now, now, in all fairness, I had phenomenal. help. It is. I, I had help. I had uh, I had the gastric sleeve in May of of twenty twenty one. So, yeah, I, I lost one hundred and fifty pounds in eight or nine months. Wow. So yeah, that's and I, crazy. I, I, I plateaued for four months and then I started losing again in mm. uh, mid January. So now I'm down another fifteen and and results not typical. <laughs> at all yeah yeah i've i've i I, i've been very fortunate that once i had the surgery all the health issues i had 
um, uh, were gone overnight. What did you have? Health I had, issue wise. Uh, sleep apnea. Mm, uh, same. I borderline that. diabetic. Mm. Back problems. Uh, back problems. All sorts. And literally, uh, the snoring was gone the the night I had the surgery. Really? Uh, sleep, oh yeah. That's yeah, crazy. It was crazy. And my wife, when I got home from the hospital, she's like, you don't snore anymore. It's it's amazing. It's fantastic. <laughs> because it sounded like a beaver with a chainsaw in our bedroom, <laughs> just just hacking wood. It was it was bad. So did you use a CPAP? For- I did not. Yeah. I did not. I, I, I was set up several times for the apnea test, mm-hmm. and I kept finding excuses and air quotes uh not to not to go um same with my back i was having issues with my back and i I kept telling my doctor let's focus on the weight loss let's get the weight loss squared away once i get the weight loss squared away if we still need to do the back if we still need to do the sleep apnea if we still need to do the diabetes thing then we can look at it and i was fortunate that the weight loss uh, it completely took care of everything. Wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overnight, and even even I've been on blood pressure medication since I was 25 years old, and I'm coming off that most likely in the next few weeks when I go for my annual checkup. Oh wow! Yeah, it's been it's been a godsend. It really has. I I stand up on stage now. Um, I, yeah, it's had a um, yeah, it's had a great impact on um, just our live performance. I did notice some of the videos, uh, the earlier videos. I think in like. Uh, 2018 you were sitting down I was I was like oh man he didn't have a strap that night no that's what that first thing I thought mm -hmm, was like shit he was just flat out I mean he just couldn't do it he couldn't do it between his back problems and other things he just couldn't play a set standing up and now he's yeah now he can play all night without sitting down yeah it's it's awesome we just did a two-hour set a couple of weeks ago standing no issues no nothing I was I was tired at the end of the night because I'm still my my endurance is still building up but yeah for sure yeah but it, it it's amazing it it has made our our live show that much better wow yeah i mean uh i lost about 50 pounds myself oh, so that's, i mean that's amazing wow. yeah it just uh i let it just slowly get out of control like i you know i had a had a baby with my with my ex and we you know, I did the whole sympathy weight and then, <laughs> then just like kept it on for a long time and actually smoking weed. Cause I never, I didn't smoke weed for a long time, um, since I was like a teenager. And then I started smoking weed and I would be like paranoid and be like, dude, I'm so fucking fat. <laughs> what the hell am I doing? I'm like, my body hurts. Oh. And then I'd like, I should stretch and drink some water mm-hmm. and then just slowly over the course of like four or five years. Oh yeah. I have never heard of weed as a weight loss drug. I've, I've been promoting that as a, as a weight yeah. loss drug for, for years. And yeah. people are like, cause I, mean, I like it. I do. I do. I, do. I like I, it. I think you're onto something. You I'll just, support it. You just got to get so high that you can't stand looking at yourself. And you're too nauseous to eat. Yeah. You're like greening out. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't get the munchies. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't get the munchies yeah. usually like a suit. I'll get like super high and be like, I have to go for a run. Yeah. Right. This will solve all of my mental problems that I'm having right now. And it does. There's a night and day difference when you, you know, go and when you come back. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's why people were like, oh my God, you look great. Like, what's your secret? I'm like, I started smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. Which I don't now anymore. I've, I've decided to cut all of any type of inhaling right. anything out because my dad has COPD and oh, emphysema okay. and he smoked my whole life and I've smoked, you know, cigarettes I smoked since I was, you know, 12 right. or something like that and finally was just like, dude, I gotta, I gotta just stop. Smoking. So, so you're, you're just done every no edibles no no i i i have edibles for okay. sure okay right. good yeah. that's good absolutely I, I, i'm um, just that's good I, i'm yeah. just taking i'm just thinking about your overall health yeah yeah exactly. we, we, we don't want your health to slide no no Absol- no absolutely Never. yeah no Never. i'm thinking about my health too that's why i still have edibles that's, that's awesome but i usually take them uh when i go to the gym or late at night here nice. pretty much nice. i was doing the thing where I'm like eating an edible. I'll wake up and have an edible. 
And then I'll have an edible in the middle of the day. And then I'll have an, and, and before I know it, I'm just like, what fucking day is it, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like with vaping, when I, when I used to vape uh, weed, I was just like a crackhead. Yeah. Oh. I just couldn't stop doing it. I was just yeah. like, it's so convenient. And, and, and that's the thing about, about vaping is it's, you can just sit there and just dose all, yourself all day long and yep. buy I don't want to say noon because that makes me sound really, really bad. But by <laughs> noon, you're just a zombie and you're a zombie the rest of the day. Yeah. So that I guess I just told my secret that I, I, I'm, I wake and bake a little bit more than <laughs> I probably should, especially on the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, see, God, I, I hope I, my boss doesn't listen to this. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just stick to my, my coffee, cigarettes and beer. I'm, I'm, I'm old school trucker, you yeah. know, just my coffee, cigarettes and beer. <laughs> So you guys started five years ago, right? Yes, sir. So, so you you know, where were you guys at in your career as a band when when like COVID hit? We had just released our first album. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we had been playing. Um, let's see, 2019, we had a really busy year playing shows. Great run in 2019. Yeah, we were just getting some good traction going. Um, we had just come off a string of shows with, um, we played a string, we called it the Cats, Dogs, and Bastards. Um, we had three bands, um, the Black Bastards, Cat, obviously. obviously, um, Black Cat Bone, 616, um, and then, um, a band from Traverse City called the Neighborhood Dogs. And we had done a string of shows with them. Right. They went over great, released an album, um, and literally what a couple two days before we were supposed to open for reverend peyton's big damn band yeah that's when everything shut down we were told two days ahead of town that it was canceled i I saw the video of you being like the damn world's gone mad or something like that yeah 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 Yeah, we we were we were really pushing for that uh, we were really pushing that show um because that's a huge deal it was a huge deal for us yeah it was that was a big get it was a big get it was it was at the stash at the intersection in grand rapids and and we were opening forever and peyton and we were excited and people were excited they were to come out and the whole world went crazy and it it's sort of recovering when you released that video were you fully aware that we were all going to be locked down no, at that point or was it just like what the hell when i released that i if i'm talking about the same video you're you're talking about the show was still on at that point i mm. i was literally thinking you know we've got a show on I, I can't remember if it was a wednesday night or a thursday night so i was just doing my regular promo stuff yeah so uh i, I was just trying to you know get people in the door get them to pre-sale uh, buy some pre-sale tickets I had no idea. And then literally I posted something on um, Facebook and all the socials. Hey, we're still having this show until the folks at the intersection say we're not having this show. And about 20 minutes later, I got an email. We're not having this show. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was a bummer. Uh, and, and we're going to get it rescheduled as soon as it works out. I'm sure I have no doubt. Uh, but yeah, it, it, we released the record and then the world shut down and all our plans for 2020 yeah. just sort of spiraled at that point. And now we're sort of trying to rebuild the dike and, and start over, unfortunately. Yeah. But you guys are getting shows and, oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. people are coming out. Oh. Um, uh, it, it depends on where it's at. Yeah. Um, we, we don't necessarily have... Um, the biggest audience in Grand Rapids, we find that we get the best reception out of town when we play in mm. Muskegon or Saginaw or Detroit. Had a great reception in Chicago. Our, our biggest our biggest battle, uh, and I think Brett will agree with this, 100%. Is, is filling clubs in Grand Rapids. Um, and I know it's not just us. It's, a, it's across the board. But Grand Rapids has so many bars and clubs playing Absolutely. live music. Um, yeah. To be honest, it can it's almost an annoyance at times. There's always something going on. Yeah, there's, there, it's, it's seven days a week. It's, it's all the time, and it's everywhere. It's saturated to the point where you're like, ah, I don't got to go out tonight because there's something going on yeah. tomorrow. And Absolutely. I'll see you because you're playing at you know mm-hmm. the same pl- Yeah. That's how it is in this area, too, specifically, right. because this is a resort right. place. Right. You know what I mean? So We have never played this far north. So. Oh, really? Yeah, this is actually... 
the first time I've ever been in Petoskey. No shit. No shit. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So, but Fuck. but now that I'm here, we'll be back. So yeah, most definitely. We'll, we'll I'll find something and get us booked in somewhere. Yeah, um, he's pretty good at that. City Park Grill. Oh, okay. Is a place. Yeah, I could totally try to get you. I mean, <laughs> the few contacts I have, I could totally try to you know Sweet. get you get you in Sweet. for. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the area around here is weird because it's like it's either festivals or uh-huh. you're in a band that's like playing at city park grill or you're a background you know dinner right person yeah. right and, and we're not exactly a background dinner music kind of no band. no <laughs> we're we're very hey look at me yeah yeah love the festivals though yeah the festivals oh i love playing a festival yeah the festivals are great and we we do we've done pond jam twice now oh cool that's a great time and, and we've got some other festivals we're working on three times if you count our virtual performance that's true three times if you count the virtual we only went what three times our time limit on that one pretty much yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah if they if they give us an inch we will take a mile <laughs> have you been to bliss fest i don't even know what bliss fest no is. so bliss fest is um about 20 30 minutes north of here okay and it's i mean it's the last year that they had it there was 15,000 people there holy shit um oh wow and they got a nice little back 40 uh acreage and yeah tons of tons of like uh well-known bands from all over the u.s come and play i'll have to look into that yeah i'll uh i'll give you uh the the email for the for the contact um and just throw it out there um yeah, that that's a great festival to play. City Park Grill is like the. Would Are you they say, really still doing music anymore? That's that's what I mean. I, I don't really know. It's I mean. Yeah. I don't exactly know. I feel like the, some of the venues. It's gotten weird everywhere. It really has. Yeah. yeah some of the some of the best places that we used to play all the time, they're just yeah. like, no, nah, we're not doing music. Yeah. And, like, and we what? have some places like that in Grand Rapids too. Yeah. Like, we played our first show at Quinn and Toots in grand rapids and i i keep looking and i don't think they're booking anything right now still yeah um, so mm-hmm. i'd love to get back in there if you are listening um but, <laughs> send it to him <laughs> but uh yeah and and old dog tavern i'm looking at you all too i know what a pain in the ass i've been for you guys um, <laughs> but yeah there there are there are a lot of places that haven't come back down in our area too yeah so that that doesn't that tracks so uh the tip top i i've uh i played there once i went to an open mic mm-hmm. so i play um i have a foot drum a farmer foot drum okay so it's a drum set i play with my feet i play yep. guitar and then sing all at the same time right and then um i play with the saxophone player as well uh, in the pistol whips is what the band is called mm-hmm. and we um I just happened to be going down state like a day early and my cousin uh, used to work at the tip top apparently and he was like, dude, there's an open mic tonight. Let's go. And I went there and just like signed up, set my drums up real fast mm-hmm. and um, I didn't get a gig at the tip top from that, but I got a gig playing at oh, some brewery outside on the outskirts of Grand Rapids. I can't think of what it's called now. The Hideout, I think. Hideout Brewery? The Hideout? Yeah, yep. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, Is I that know the hideout. I should look into. Nope. I, okay. They're <laughs> not doing anything oh, right now. Not? I honestly, I don't know if they even exist anymore. Okay. They probably. It was super small. Okay. It, I mean, it was very. Yeah. It was in a weird industrial, old part of uh, Grand Rapids. Right. Um, but uh, the tip top, I, I've always wanted to go back there, and I, I see I'm friends with so many people on Facebook that play there, including oh, yeah. you guys. What is your experience like at the tip top? You know, the folks at the tip top have always been incredibly good to us, and they keep bringing us back, even though they probably shouldn't. <laughs> um, uh, because honestly, honestly, um, there, there have been nights we have played there and we, we couldn't draw a dime with our own mothers in the crowd. Um, but they're, they're always really good to us. They, they literally have the best staff in Kent County. I, I will, I will say that Molly, David, Brandy, 
Ted Smith, um, the owner of Farmer John. Ah, Ted Smith. I, yeah. I'm familiar with Ted. Yeah, and, I mean we've uh, we've had we've had great shows. You know, we've had great shows there. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we've had great shows with you know plenty of people. Yep. You know, standing up, dancing, having fun, and we've played to the bar staff. Yep. Yeah, no. it could go either way. It could go either way, and, and, it, and there's no rhyme or reason. We have we had we had great Wednesday night shows mm-hmm. and an empty Friday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no real rhyme or reason. Yeah, we to played it. there with the Hellroys um, back in July, and it was I mean it was a a decent crowd. We would have been thrilled with that kind of crowd, but it was also a Friday night and should have been a much bigger crowd. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really and it's that way across the board. It's not it's not just the tip top. Like I said, they're they're it's, amazing. It's nothing they're doing. They're mm-hmm. they're it's everywhere. It's the yeah. same story everywhere in Grand Rapids. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 So um have you have you uh done anything well you've done stuff with uh local spins, right? Yes, yes yeah, we, yeah, have. we have. We were actually just on they played our new single on local spins on Friday. Oh yeah, I think you were telling me that you yeah. saw that. Yeah, I think I mentioned that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I heard it's a great song. I've heard that. The other way, right? <laughs> the other way. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. I was thinking we would play that at the end or Hey, that sounds great. That'd or, be great. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Or we could put you on the spot. Do a little. Uh, do like a little. I said, I, uh, I, I know we I know we were bullshitting earlier. I'm really not a guitar player. I did bring a guitar just in case. But if you've got something you can play, we can. That's the perfect route to go. We can this, totally play for this situation. Something um, from from the album. Um, so so you know what what uh what got you into music? Uh well, how far back do you want to go, and how much time do we? Have? We we got as much time as you want. Uh, well, you know, uh, I was a band kid in school, um, and then the reason I actually started playing was to graduate. We had to do what was called the senior project, hmm. and we basically we had to immerse ourselves into something, and at the end of it, we had to have a project. I, I was never good at woodworking. I was never good with anything like that. But I was always, I could always sing a little bit. And, and, and you know, being a band kid, I had access to musical instruments and people who played. I've, I've always, I've, I've always been really good with surrounding myself to make, to make my little dog and pony show look better. Mm. Ask Brett. That's sort of, that's <laughs> sort of this whole, I, when I say it's all smoke and mirrors, what I do, it's literally all smoke and mirrors there. It's all the magnificent bastards. And I'm just the fat guy that sings the song. He's, uh, he's a great songwriter and PR guy. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> sort of, that's sort of where I'm at. I've got a big mouth and, uh, but no. Um, so I, I, I looked at my dad one night and said, this is what I have to do. This is what the assignment is. This is what I would like to do. And he was gung-ho. He said, whatever we got to do to make it happen, we'll make it happen. I was fortunate. He was fire chief um, in my hometown. So they had a, a substation that um, they used for to store some trucks and some other equipment. He let me have free reign of that building. I had keys. I could We could go in and rehearse and, and do oh, our nice. thing. Um, so we recorded a CD, um, which I think I have the only copy of it left. Fuck off. No, I'm not bringing it. I'll find it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, cause I, I, I could hear the, the gears in your head, Brett. That's, Somebody's got one down in London and I'll get it this summer. The, you know, you know, the thing is the only person that had it in London sent it to me and now I have it. <laughs> so the only, I, and I think the only other person that I know for certain that has it, we saw her in Chicago was my cousin Rocky. I know she has a copy of it, but other than her, I don't know. Just because now, now you that know I have that, a name and know where to start looking. Now that you know this, I don't know when we'll go back to Chicago. You got you got to get this so we can play this at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. Uh, this is what we got to play. It, it is it, for for what it is. It. it it is what it is. It was a bunch of. Is it the closest? Is it close to what you're doing now, or is it totally different? I mean, yeah. It. it I haven't changed musically very much. Uh, it's a little more rudimentary. The guy who owned the um, the studio was a gentleman named Bernie Faulkner. He was a former member of Exile. He had a studio over in Hazard, Kentucky, 
so we went over there um the guy i'm trying to remember his name uh, that worked on it i think his name was billy arnett um we had a day in the studio we recorded a song that i wrote uh, that was part of the project um it was called between a rock and a heartache and then the second song um we recorded was a cover of buddy holly's crying waiting hoping mm. um and that tied into the paper because for me uh, as a musician it all goes back to buddy holly and that's that's my entry point to music period really buddy holly yeah yeah four years old buddy holly that'll be the day what, is, what is this <laughs> yeah it's it's i'm i'm i was the weird kid listening to my I, my parents were a little bit older so i was the weird kid listening to 50s and 60s rock music oh cool when all my friends yeah. were listening to guns and roses and metallica nirvana and and by the time nirvana and and you know dre and snoop came out and all that stuff i had i had moved on and i was listening to you know Waylon merle all that stuff mm -hmm. and moved into 90s country and then after all that that's when i started listening to uh metallica and, and nirvana and all that stuff queen um well, that well, really screwed me up yeah i know <laughs> i know i said i know <laughs> I, have i ever said let's do queen no, because you know better. Yeah. Tell us your That's thoughts true. on Queen. <laughs> I respect Queen as being possibly some of the greatest musicians that ever existed. I would rather jam a red hot poker in my ear than ever hear one of their songs. Oh again. my god! <laughs> so I'm not trying to shit talk them. They're they're great technically, but they are definitely not my taste. Brett Boer has a lot of very big opinions about a lot of very various musical subjects. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't take much to get me spinning either. So what about you, Brett? What what are you some of your early influences? I. I have always had music in my life. I mean, any of my memories from being a kid were list, just whether it's listening to the old 45s with my mom or um, being around the campfire with my mom's family, huge family. There'd be just out in the middle of nowhere in the woods around a bonfire Hesperia, in there, Michigan. In in the woods west of Hesperia, Michigan. <laughs> yet there's a rack of guitars hmm. and just all the uncles and cousins playing them guitars, banjos, mandolins. Nice. And I mean, it, it's always just been there. I mean, I've never not had music. And then um, I joined band in fifth grade and learned how to play trombone. And... So as I got older and decided I want to keep playing it, I just don't want to play this, it kind of segued into bass guitar pretty easy. It's like, hey, I already know how to play this. It's just different mechanics. Right. So, yeah, it kind of transitioned from that. But, um, you have know. You, have you always just, like, like focused only on bass, or do you play any other, like, guitar or drums or anything? Um, I I can play um I can play a six string guitar, you know, well enough. It's um you know, I can play I can play my chords, I can do um I can even do some soloing on guitar cuz really a solo is just a very fast bass line on more strings. Yeah. Kind of, but um I always like when someone's like, "No, dude, I just play bass." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that's awesome. <laughs> like you just play bass. Like you didn't you, you, cuz cuz once you find bass, like, it's just one of those things where you're like, there, there's nothing better than this, you know, right. for me, because I am a bass player. I don't know if you saw that. I the, noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Well, bass is my focus. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't, I don't like writing a song on a bass. Yeah. I like to, I like to, um, I needed to learn how to play the six strings so I could basically be like, okay, here's the bones of the song. And then I write my bass lines to that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I mean, that was ultimately why I learned how to play guitar. You know, that's kind of just to get the rough sketch of a song. And then I add my bass to that. Yeah, because you can write a very different song if you start on bass. You know what I mean? Like, you can write an awesome bass riff. But, yes. but it's hard to turn that into a song sometimes, you know. And sometimes it's a combination of, okay, here's a bass riff, but now I need to figure out how to put that with the guitar yep. 
because I mean I like to you know if I'm you know creating a song or part of it I like to have you know not that I want to make everybody's parts for them you know that's the last thing I ever want to do but I at least want to have some sort of a this is an idea of how it's going to sound yeah you know I'm never going to try to tell you know Derek what guitar line to play because well <laughs> yeah I'd be yeah. wholly incapable <laughs> but I at least like to have you know some sort of a structure to go with you know even if it is just here's a chord progression that it's going to follow yeah absolutely um but yeah this style of music is new to me though because this style of music yeah because you look very punk rock obviously i mean the jacket you came in with yeah um i i am very you know where he's you know wailing and wailing and merle i'm rancid and agnostic front i mean Mm -hmm. that's you know, ever since I was in middle school, that's the route I took. Once I discovered the Misfits, I left, you know, kind of the country stuff behind. And, um, well, Matt yeah. Freeman is one of the, is it Matt Freeman? Matt Freeman He's is one of the best the bass players best bass ever. player ever. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he Rance's is. bass player is the man. And I think he's, he's well known with, with, with people that enjoy music as just being like, yeah, he's, He's one of the best, you know. Yeah, anybody that wants to, you know, talk about the dumb punk bass player, I just, you know, pull up the yeah. Maxwell murder video and send it yeah. to him, and the argument's over. Yeah. You know, kiss my ass, I won. What, what's your favorite Rancid album? My favorite album is definitely Let's Go. Let's Go, yeah. Let's I've, Go and Out Come the Wolves are, are probably my two the, that or that when anybody that I know they're like yeah those are the those are the ones yes yeah yep those I mean just um I mean the the first three are just so I mean they're just so raw they're just so I mean for lack of better words they're so punk yeah <laughs> yeah you know, but even um when Crusty. you get into like life won't wait which is their fourth one and it's got so much really odd stuff and i hated it at first Mm. but then you start it's like okay but they're going back to their influences and they're actually able to make something a little bit different you know they don't they don't have to worry about sales they've got their name yeah and it's like okay so they literally did an album of we're doing whatever the fuck we want to do and if you don't like it i don't care and it's like, well, okay, I really have to respect the punk rock in that, I guess. Yeah, for, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You you were talking about 90s country, and mm-hmm. I, I was just curious, what were some, uh, I mean, like, when I think of 90s country, I think of Garth, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so, so what are some of the other country people that I, I maybe don't know about? I, I went the other way with 90s country. I was listening to, like, Travis Tritt and Marty Stewart, big Marty Stewart. Marty Stewart's the whole reason this project started i mm-hmm. i went and saw if you read our bio i i allude to a a a, a rock and roll session is is what i call it because i saw that in, in the great balls of fire movie and i thought it was funny um <laughs> so I, I i steal it and use the it. one with randy quaid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that one that one That's i thought it was I, it's it's where he's in england and and uh it's right after the um it's right after the news that he had married his cousin came out and someone rolls a pram out and he's like what's wrong with you all we're here in a rock and roll session and i thought it was funny so i (laughs) i use it and throw it in whenever i can but yeah this whole thing started because i went and saw marty stewart at leonor sands uh and i looked at my wife in the middle of the show and said you know i've been off the stage for 10 years now i'd really like to give it one more shot just to see if I could go out and have some fun and make some music and make some new friends. And, and it sort of snowballed from there. Right. Okay. So, so yeah, like, um, so you meet your wife mm-hmm. down South, mm-hmm. you guys get moved up here mm-hmm. and you're, you're in Michigan for how long before you decide to get this band going? 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. Damn. Uh, that and, and that that it was literally ten years. That was nothing more than uh, maybe maybe singing something at church, which is not something that I do a whole lot anyway. Uh, I don't really care to get up on Sunday, and usually my place of worship is not necessarily um, in a church house. Um, 
we won't get into we won't get into that and how that can fuck <laughs> things up. Um, but but I would do that. Maybe an open mic. Uh, not very often. I tried to get a band going, um, and it just didn't work out. Um, so I kind of thought I was done and just move on. Um, but like I said, we were at this show, and I'm like, you know, it's it's still there. It's still in the back of it, it, it's always gnawing at it's me, lying dormant, absolutely. <laughs> and and it it within a week or two, I I put the thing out on uh, out on Craigslist. I, I talked to another musician downstate who had rebuilt his band via Craigslist. Got some ideas from him, and it's been off to the races ever since. That's awesome. Well, the key was the uh, actually his uh craigslist ad was ridiculous so ridiculous that i had to answer it <laughs> i mean it was just i'm looking at it and i was between projects and i'm like all right i don't know what the hell this guy's on but i gotta check it out i mean it, part of it was uh something to the effect of uh what would it sound like if uh hank if uh hank senior had the ramones as their backup band uh, I want to know. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was that That's was part of you. it. Yeah. yeah, I just, I just, you know, I, I just had the idea of, hey, I really like, I, I'm, I'm a country music fan. I, I, that country music is my church. Uh, so, um, but I, I also really like punk, gospel, rockabilly, all that stuff. What's going to happen if we take that? And there are some great cow punk bands out there, Jason and the Scorchers. Uh, I, there are a ton of them. I, I'm the Vandaliers. I'm not going to get into all of them. Um, but my my thought was, okay, what what would we what would it sound like if I take my sensibility and meshed it with people with these other sensibilities, surf rock, punk, gospel, country, rock, rockabilly? A hundred percent. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. Um, and then it, it's a lot of people are like, you're crazy and never called me back. Um, but Brett, we talked on the phone. I met him one time. Um, and I, I think I just never, I don't think he necessarily said yes. I think I just kept coming back to his place. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I think, <laughs> well, at first it's, yeah, the first time he was at my place, um, to play, he pulled out that big old guitar and started playing and singing it and my brain was just like oh no 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 i am not your guy and he's like no no just wait just wait i've got an idea just give it a whirl and it's like okay I'll, I'll give it a whirl but this is this could be a disaster it's gonna be something great or it's gonna be a car wreck yeah. but either way either way you know, either way happens. i'm gonna ride it out and see where it goes so so yeah you're okay now i'm getting the dynamic of the bastards uh even better so you've got the deadhead on lead guitar yep you've got the punk on bass mm -hmm. you've got the country man uh -huh. on the vocals but what is the drummer bringing to the table he billy is a huge metalhead i was gonna say he's, <laughs> yeah he's a he metalhead rock guy yeah. he has got it all because oh, yeah. he hits he hits the drums hard that's, oh, the, yeah. that's he, the great part though we do we have we have from zero to ten i mean we've got all the spots filled. absolutely absolutely if there and 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 We've been fortunate enough that our 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 sound and our music is so I don't want to say out there, but it's so out there that we've literally played shows. We've done punk shows. We've done metal shows. We played a metal show on Black Friday, um, and they loved year, us. And they loved us. We opened. <laughs> then it, it, we built the bill, so we opened. And then the next band was a little heavier. And then the final band of the night was was even heavier right. than that. And uh, so we punk shows, metal shows. We booked a Cinco de Mayo once with a mariachi band. Oh, that's dope. Uh, un unfortunately, <laughs> they they couldn't make it. Um, but yeah, I, it, I I have I have said, and I, I told Brett this the first time I ever spoke with him and met him. I'll play any stage, anytime, anywhere. I'm not super worried about you know getting paid i just want to have some fun and that's where that laid the groundwork for everything that we've we've done since yeah and with uh one thing with billy too um he just he has such a 
broad influence in music. Absolutely. I mean, he, you know, he can sit and he can talk old school country with mm-hmm. Ernie, mm-hmm. and then recognize at the same time recognize the dead tune that Derek is warming up with. And then turn to me and talk about, you know, the latest, you know, punk documentary that came out. I mean, he he listens and he knows it all. And it's just it's it's almost like it's on a Rolodex for him. Nice. I mean, for as far as style, I mean, right now he's uh, playing in a um, Neil Diamond tribute show. Mm -hmm. Sure is. Mark, March 31st is is his first show with them in, in Muskegon. Just wanted to put that out there. Right on, but no, he 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 has a. Brett's exactly right. He has a huge Rolodex in his brain of all these different acts. He can he can cross reference songs when you throw out an, an act. He's he's really really just a really great mind and and all all the recording we do it's all done by him in his. Uh, in his personal studio and at his house. Oh uh, so, yeah, okay. That's another thing I was yeah, going to bring up. How yeah. how how do you guys record and where do you go? Oh yeah, we we record at Billy's. We we have never everything we have released and and we've we've either produced it or Billy has produced it. Um, it Billy does all the mixing, all the mastering in house. Now this is not some what you typically think of as a you know. A basement studio, though. Right. I mean, he's... I don't even know what all I'm looking at. I don't either. Dude's got the gear. He's got the programming. I mean, it's it's awesome. We're, it's super impressive. We're stupid, stupid, stupid lucky to have him. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. And as far as um, how we record, we actually record pretty easy. We mm-hmm. just kind of um, are able to do a full band take of of a song yeah we'll play through it a few times keep whichever one basically has the best bones to it you know right. normally um usually it's the one with the best drum line yep. because that's the hardest one to fix right. and yeah. then if we have to go back and do any overdubs or tweaking we do but even that's not always a yeah. lot no 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 a, a lot of a lot of what we have released has there been overdubs but it's been as minimal as as possible uh, it, and i can't say enough about billy and and what he does in the studio he he has got he he just redid everything before we we started recording the other way in tw- late 2020 and then we just finished it at, at the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 um so he in in between he completely upgraded everything oh cool uh, his mics and and everything um so he he i i say it all the time on stage i call him the mad scientist um because he is he makes he makes us sound better than we do every time so uh, i can't say enough about him that's a good guy to have in the band yeah he in he he's very selfless he he works hard uh, to promote it um and and he gives out free hugs uh, every time. <laughs> Loves to give out yeah. free hugs. Does he wear that shirt every time? Every show, he, he sure wears does. it a lot. Yeah, every show. And, and people, I've had people come up to me and say, "Hey, do you think it would be okay? Would he get pissed if I walk up and say, hey, can I have a have a hug?'" And I'm like, "Did you read the shirt?" That's the whole. You don't wear that shirt <laughs> yeah, unless you're absolutely. ready to get hugged. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. no, he it's, he. it's not ironic. He's a very he generous. He's very generous with his time. He's very generous with with his talent we're very him and Derek both were very fortunate to, we're very fortunate I think to all four have found each other so it, it's become through Craigslist of all places through Craigslist yeah. there's 100%. a lot of weird shit on Craigslist and I think this and I found it you did find it <laughs> I think this is probably one of the weirdest at that time <laughs> so what's on the horizon in the near future oh, for Jesus. you guys do you have any anything uh, going on it, well we're we're Right now, we're just doing singles. We just released the other way last week. Um, our plan is to we've we've got some things, some new songs we're working on. We're gonna keep keep on keeping on on the singles, then we're gonna compile them all and release it as a record at yeah. the end of the year. Um, but we've got new songs we're writing. Mm-hmm. We still have a backlog of old songs yep. that we can record. You know, if we're like, okay, we want to get something out right. now. We've right. got. Yeah plenty of older material that hasn't been recorded yet we can lay down so yeah we're just kind of trying to keep a steady stream of releases Mm -hmm. 
you know, just kind of, you know, well, you know, um, podcasts, radio shows, everybody they want. Okay, what do you have that's new? We're big in Australia. We are big in <laughs> Australia. So we just want to keep, you know, being able to um, give everybody new material mm-hmm. and keep interest up so we can Absolutely. keep getting bigger and better shows. Absolutely. Because yeah. I'm about the show. Mm-hmm. You know, the recording's great, but man, I love being on stage. And that's and, that's and where I live. We've definitely got the shows. I we this week we went from nothing after April 9th and now we're booked out to August. Wow. Oh, so, yeah, it's been this I don't know what happened this week, but it, it this was a very good week for us as far as booking. So we're very fortunate. We do have a few open dates in case a nice uh, juicy opportunity comes Absolutely. along. Absolutely. We we kept several <laughs> dates Just to open. be clear. Please contact us. And we will um We'll figure out exactly when this is going to air so that we can plug whatever is coming up for sure. Do you guys want to play some music trivia? Sure. (laughs) I would love to. Yeah. So at the end of the episode, Holly and I have been going to usefultrivia.com, which is not useful whatsoever. But um, let let me find the right page here. So we're moving on to page... Three. Oh, wow. So far, this has just been a joke because three. I was raised like all homeschool and religious and stuff, so I don't know anything about music. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So it's been like a joke, but it'll be fun playing it with you guys because you guys actually know music. I'm very excited. <laughs> so yeah. I won't be getting the brunt of. <laughs> well, and these are kind of like questions for people that know like old school music too. Yeah. They're very, they're very like, who recorded a hit in 1965 and but you know. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, but okay, okay. Uh, some of them are really obviously easy. Uh, just skip those. Yeah, I'll skip those. <laughs> so, are you ready to play? Let's I play. Am ready. So, are we buzzing in or just yelling it out? Um, Super excited. Um, I need this. to know the rules so, so I know how to cheat. I, I don't really know. We're gonna make the rules up as as we <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, I mean it is multiple choice. That's yeah, fair. these are multiple choice. Okay. Ooh, all right. And there's a uh, awesome little dingy noise that happens when you get it right on oh. this. Oh, too. turn my volume up. I just did. Oh, okay, actually. Good. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. So I guess maybe you guys want to answer wow, as a team. Should we do teams like them against you? <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair. That would be great. Yeah. Okay. That seems okay. fair. So you'll have a collective answer. And then Holly, <laughs> and I'm your host. Um, on today's, uh, we call it Make Holly Look, look Dumb. dumb. <laughs> and I'm your host. My name is Eric Daney. She's going to kick our ass. And <laughs> yeah, she's going to kick our ass. This is going to be fun. Here we go. What famous composer has two skulls in his tomb? Is it A? There's no letters by any of these, by the way. Is it A, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart? B, Joseph Hayden? C, Franz Schubert? Or D, uh, Igor Stravinsky? I messed that one up. Oh, I watch a lot of Hollywood Graveyard on YouTube, and I think it's Mozart. Because he was buried in a mass grave. Oh, yes. I think he was. You're going to go with Mozart. I am. Holly. (laughs) How do we do this? I have no idea. Let's just go with Mozart. Survey says. Ooh. Wrong on that one. Holly. Okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, Joseph Hayden, Franz Schubert, or Igor Stravinsky? I don't know who any of these people are. I'm going to go with the first one. Survey says Joseph Hayden. Oh, oh, no. I told you we were set up, man. Yeah, absolutely. We've been set up. Uh, after his burial in 1809, Joseph Hayden's head was stolen by uh, phrenologists and a replacement skull was left in his tomb. In 1954, <laughs> the, re- in the real... In 1954, so 1809, but then in 1954, the real skull was finally returned, but the substitute was not removed. Thus, Hayden's tomb now contains two skulls. That's crazy. Wow. I did not know that. I did not know that either. <laughs> oh, okay. This is a pretty easy one. Um, who is the only member of ZZ Top who doesn't have a beard? Is it A, Billy Gibbons? B. Frank Beard. C. John Dyer Baisley. Or D. Dusty Hill. 
it's ironic. It, it, it is. It really kinda, is because yeah. his name is Frank Beard. It's yeah. Frank Beard. Going with Frank Beard. Survey but, says. Ding, ding, ding. Sorry, Holly, you lose again. <laughs> the only member of CC Top who doesn't have a beard is drummer Frank Beard. True story. Go figure. Okay, moving on. Uh, so we got wait, we got one point for Holly, yep. Yep. and we got one point for you guys, the bastards. How many pieces of wood are there in a modern violin? Is it A? Oh, you'll know this one. I should right? know this one. 15. <laughs> is it B? Two, C thirty, or D seventy. I was trying to like go through and count, <laughs> like I, picturing a I violin. No so idea. I wasn't listening to your answer. <laughs> Do you play violin? <laughs> Barely. We have I one. I used to. <laughs> well, so, I was gonna let her have the first guess. Yeah, let's let her fifteen. Have the first guess. Two. 30 or 70. <laughs> 70 um, seems a bit much, right? I feel like, what was the second one? Two. Two. No, the first one? 15. 15. I'll go with 15. Survey says 15. Ugh. Ooh, swing and a miss. <laughs> now, I was thinking 30. Yeah. Going with 30? more reasonable. Yeah. 30. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be 70. Watch. It's going to be 70. Yeah, it can't be two. Survey says 70. Wow. What? <laughs> what the hell? A single violin is made from over 70 individual pieces of wood. I'll be damned. That's, That's all it crazy. says. Wow. Maybe because it's so rounded Maybe. on both sides or something. Ah, this one is for you right here. Okay. What was the name of the airplane Buddy Holly died in? Ooh. Is it really? This is the name. These are uh, these are the uh, possible okay. names. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna answer it. I'm not even gonna let you read oh, okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Because this is 100 percent one of those one of those stories that has been taken as gospel, and it's so not. Is American Pie on there? Yes. Yeah, that's what the answer is going to be. But that's not the name of the plane, folks. Shut oh. up. That's so, not the name so of the bye plane. Bye bye, Miss America Pie. Yeah. American Pie, I mean. Yeah, no, it, it's not. The plane was not, but that is that is. Is that why people say that though? People think that, that that's that the plane. Been, yeah, that has been the story oh. that has been associated. But it was not called the American Pie. It had a tail number. It did not have an actual name. But it's the. It's going to be the American Pie. That's that's what this is going to be. Yeah. Even though it's not it. Even though it's not it, I would guarantee it. Okay. One of, okay, well, let's go through the answers. Part of me really hopes he's wrong. <laughs> well, no, there's no numbers involved. It's either A, Peggy Sue, okay. <laughs> B, American Pie, C, Rave On, or D, So Long. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it would be funny if it was Peggy Sue. Oh. How appropriate. But let, it, let's do every other answer first. Peggy Sue. Ooh. <laughs> so Long. Wrong again. American Pie. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, it says, the airplane that Buddy Holly died on was named American Pie. Don McLean would later write a song about the accident with the same title. The single was a number one hit in the U.S. for four weeks in 1972, and none of this is true. No. Uh, well, see, here, here's why I know this. I was that weird kid, that super weird kid who was really obsessed with buddy holly so um my father joined a a fan club for me and we got copies of death certificates we got copies of paint plane crash photos we got copies of autopsy reports so i mean i would pour over this information interesting for hours upon hours and my wife says i'm weird because i still do that kind of bullshit um he had one of those boards with like the pictures and all the red yard it, it looked like a serial killer's workspace because we had strength. No, <laughs> but no, seriously, I would I would sit and I would study these, and I remembered I re- it was in and something 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 something, but there was no American Pie anywhere on the plane. Interesting. And the the pilot, twenty one year old Roger Peterson, he gets left out. So God bless him. Well, let's end with one more question that Holly will definitely not get. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of guitar is carved into Jimi Hendrix's tombstone? 
Is it A, a Schechter Hellraiser, B, a Gibson Les Paul, C, a Fender Stratocaster, or D, a Fender Telecaster? Holly, we're going to go ahead and let you have the first guess on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. Um, What kind of guitar did he set on fire? Strung backward for the left-handed genius. (laughs) He set a guitar on fire? (laughs) What a rebel. Wow. Um, I'm going to go with the Telecaster. Survey says Telecaster. Ooh. Ooh. It's going to go to our uh, away team. Uh, Schechter Hellraiser, Gibson Les Paul, or Fender Stratocaster. Brett, you want to... Go ahead. Well, I'm you know not a Hendrix fan, so I'm just guessing. So I'm going to guess a Fender Stratocaster. Service says Stratocaster. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix's tombstone has a Fender Stratocaster carved on it. Wow. And that's that. And that's Make Holly. <laughs> yeah. well Thanks for playing. Uh, we got to figure oh. out a new name for this part of. <laughs> yeah, I got to. I, I need to get a little little drop board so we can do some applauses <laughs> and theme songs. Um, well, thanks for letting me use your phone, oh, Holly, yeah. to publicly embarrass you. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's a lot um, of fun. Thanks for coming, guys. This, oh, this is, thanks this for is, having us. Man. Oh, we're fun. happy it's to been be amazing. here. Yeah. yeah, it's been a great yeah. time. And we'll play a song. We'll play the other way. Fantastic. The new single, which yes, when did that come out? That uh, the official drop date was Valentine's Day, February fourteenth, oh. but it didn't actually come out until the sixteenth. So the officially, it's been out for about a week and a half, two weeks. Perfect. So we're still pretty current with Absolutely. getting it out. Yeah, great. Uh, pinning a timeline there since uh, this isn't going to be aired today. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well, I, I did I did kind of bring it up. Um, well, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, yeah, either way, we'll uh, this might come out early. Because there's no exact. Uh, you know how literal I am. Let's see. This could even come out. Yeah, like very soon. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to look at the calendar, really, because I don't. Uh, oh yeah, Jakey. But Jakey actually said. Yeah. That his isn't going to be coming out for a while. So yeah, we could release this like next week. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Cool. Wow. Um, and I'll plug maybe some dates at the beginning of the show. Yeah, that would be the best way I think because I do a little recap at the beginning mm-hmm. yes, sir. well cool so thanks for coming guys well thanks for having us yeah thanks for having it's us it's been this real nice great. this has been great getting to hang out and, and get to know you guys and and we'll uh check out the other way here we go uh did you want to plug any websites oh you can hang out with us on facebook we don't have an actual website but we're on facebook we're on instagram i screw around on tiktok we do have a tiktok i don't do a lot on there um but yeah uh derek has a has a facebook or i'm sorry an instagram he posts videos of him playing all the time he's an amazing guitar player billy has an instagram brett has an instagram um we're all over uh come come play along uh you can find our music wherever you stream Spotify, uh, Amazon, Apple, all those places. So we and we love meeting new people. So just say hello. Hell yeah! Mm. Well, thanks guys. And here's the other way from Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastards. Good night. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to share on the podcast.